Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of The Jones Table. And I know I was supposed to have an episode out last week, but you know what? I just could not think of anything to record about. And we had a bit of a crazy week, but long story short, I realized what today's episode really needs to be about because it's currently what I am battling and trying to find balance for as school is getting out. So now that school is ending, I know today as I'm recording this, it is my oldest last day of school and questions already coming up. What is our new movie day? So we don't do screens every single day. I have found for my children, they have a very low screen tolerance and they do best with only having a couple episodes of a show or one or two movies only once or twice a week. We typically save those for the weekend on Friday and Saturday so we have time to regroup and detox as needed before we go back to church and school. And we have plenty of time to rebalance um, from basically sitting passively staring at a screen. But with summer coming, your routine is changing. You're not gonna have the consistency of school as difficult. And sometimes school can be trying to get the kids out of the door. It's a consistent thing that keeps you in routine and gives you something to do and structure throughout your day. So how does this change once the kids are at home all day, every day, and maybe you're like us and you don't do a lot of vacations or there's no camps. And so you're looking at the next three months of like, what am I going to do for the next 90 days before my kids go back to school? And an easy thing to fall to is just fill the time with more movies. Oh, okay. We don't have homework, so I guess we can just watch another movie. I need to get this project done, so okay, fine, watch another movie so you're not in my space. 100% been there, have done that recently, where I just needed a few minutes to myself to get a project done and know with a guarantee my kids were not gonna come and interrupt me. I get that. We do need moments where we need complete no interruption and it happens to coincide when our children are home and awake. So very select times, using the screen as a tool and knowing that your child's screen time is gonna happen if you can line that up for when you do need a project done that you need no interruptions with, have it be, this is your screen time and it's gonna line up to when I'm gonna be here. But that brings me to my next point on something else you can do because screens are just gonna become a more prominent thing this summer. Kids might be asking more, you might want to use it more. So how can you use it more wisely? Something I do love is using screen time for something where they can learn about something new, specifically something they're interested in. So I recently saw on Simply On Purpose's um, email, I believe it was, where she really encouraged um, parents to, instead of creating a curriculum for their kids to do the summer and to have all the workbooks and essentially do school at home during the summer, which no one wants to do that, that's not exciting. We all wanna break from school. Asking your kids what they wanna learn about and so, for example, I asked Camry, what do you want to learn about this week and or learn about this summer while you're waiting for school to go back? And she said she really wants to learn about outer space. That came way out from left field. I had no idea she was interested, but I'm so glad I asked her because now I'm thinking, what can we do where we're going to learn about the planets and stars and kind of how outer space works? And so there are lots of National Geographic and like kid appropriate um, documentary style TV shows that she can watch and she's going to learn. So she's getting the screen time that she feels like she absolutely needs. I'm able to utilize it as a time where if I need to get a project done, she's able to sit and learn. But this is also a time where she and I can really use screen time together. 
I will be completely honest, a lot of the times that when she watches her movies or she gets her screen time for the week, it's usually a show or a TV show that I have zero interest in. It's usually a Disney Junior show or a Disney, um, like, second film that went straight to video that is just, like, not that amazing and it's really just meant for kids. The kids are the only ones really get into it. I definitely do screen everything she watches first and we have the kids profile set to kids settings. So she's only has access to G-rated material. And this is a time during summer where I'm able to say, okay, we're gonna use slightly extra screen time today, but I'm gonna sit down with you and we are gonna watch this documentary about space. We're gonna watch this documentary about Mars. And something else that she has been asking is this year was her first time um, using the internet to research. So her school is a STEM school and they do incorporate technology a little sooner than I would prefer, but unfortunately that is just the time that we live in. Tech is a part of school and embracing it in a healthy way is better than completely fighting it and trying to deny there's any good in it. So she has learned how to Google something. And so she's asked me, can we research this? Can we look up this? And it's always these um, very fascinating things that I had no idea she was developing an interest in. So this is a way for me to start teaching her how to utilize tablets and the internet in a safe way. And she gets to do it in a fun way. So we're not gonna be sitting down and having a pornography talk. We're not gonna be sitting down and talking about predators online. I don't believe she is old enough for that. And she doesn't have access to things like that. She's frankly doesn't even fully know how to spell to get on the internet and she's not allowed to be on the computer at all um, without Sam or I there. And she doesn't have any form of social media so there is no way for online predators to get a hold of her. So her specific age group that like five to seven year old where they're kind of practicing what it's like to type in, this is a time I'm able to sit right next to her. We are both looking at the screen, I'm doing the typing and I ask her, what do you wanna research? And she'll say, let's research about the sun. So I will type in, here's how you use Google to research about the sun. And then we'll go in and we'll talk about the different tabs that come up and different online sites that come at the top to really encourage and to follow what are safe places to go for her to learn about it. And this is me sitting right next to her. And right now we're just focusing on the fun about it. Um, she's going to be able to see pictures of the sun that we would have never had access to even 30 years ago. And she is able to see them right in her home and she's able to really flourish this learning. And we're able to use the screen time, but we're using it in a very productive way. So something else that I want to make point is the difference between productive form of screen time and very um passive and um, very consuming form of screen time. So there's a productive form and I view productive screen time as you're actually sitting and doing something on the screen that is enriching your mind, enriching your creativity in some way. So for me, it's through my schooling. I spend a lot of time staring at a computer, writing papers, studying, all kinds of stuff like that. And there is still the damage and exposure that comes from staring at the screen, but the effect on my mentality an emotional rate is not the same as when I'm just scrolling social media. So a passive, non-intentional form of screen time would be social media, passively scrolling, um, not the creative side when you're creating content, but fully the side when you're just scrolling one video after another. Um, TikToking is probably a great way to look at it. The very fast paced, quick videos that you consume the content quickly, 
hits that dopamine and makes you want more, that's that form of screen time. It's the type of screen time where it's very difficult to turn it off. So if you find yourself at a point where you're like, oh, just one more video, or I just need to look up one more thing, that's usually in a frame when you are really stuck in the unintentional form because there's no goal. There is no specific reason why you're there other than just to consume. This is a time when we are able to use this summer and use screen time to teach our children what intentional screen use is so they can develop the skills and the muscle so that when they are using screen time, they're not going to get lost in the rabbit hole of just being on a screen just because there's nothing else to do. They have a purpose, they get on, they fulfill that purpose, and then most importantly, they get off. They step away and they go do that purpose. One thing that we are going to do as we're learning about outer space this summer, we're going to look up how to make a small solar system model. And when I say small, I mean really small. I'm setting my expectations really, really small, really, really low this summer when it comes to learning about what my child wants to learn while she's out of school. But we're going to look up, look at the materials we need to get. We're going to look at other people's examples, maybe watch a YouTube video of other people making one. And then we're going to get off and we're going to go do, we're going to go physically do the thing that we just learned about and apply, physically apply what we are doing, not just consuming with no output. Our brain gets very overwhelmed when we're constantly consuming, similar to our human bodies. When we are constantly consuming calories and not exerting energy, the body breaks down. You have to have an equal amount of input and output. And if you're just consuming your mind, filling and filling and not putting anything out, it becomes overwhelmed. And then it can outburst in very unhealthy, not organized ways. So consume the material and then put something out there. Apply what you learned, create something yourself. And these are skills that we can really teach our kids this summer when we are applying screen time, which I'm assuming um, might be more than what is usual in the home. So another example for my family is that um, when it comes to passive form of screen time, um, so in my family, we don't play video games. The kids do not have tablets. They don't play on the tablets that Sam and I have. We don't do handheld devices for our kids. Um, so their only exposure to passive screen usage is just the TV. That's their only screen exposure that they get um, on their like screen time. So when we do that, it will be still keeping our routine that we have during the school year, which is hard. I know everybody is home. It's a lot over. It's overwhelming. And I'm not going to pretend that there won't be a couple, probably multiple days this summer that I'll be like, please just go watch a movie. I have to get this done. Whatever it may be, you may just go watch an extra movie, not on your day. You really have to evaluate when you make, when you pull that card though, and then talk to your kids after. Let them know once their movie is done. This was a unique situation. Mommy needed a break. Mommy needed the TV to help me entertain you or to help me be with you so that I could fulfill what I needed to do outside of being a mom. This isn't our normal routine. And that's something to really emphasize. Your kids know when your routine is there. But if you let them know this was out of the ordinary, we're going to go back to our routine and repeat back to what it is letting them know what the usual routine is, what they can expect for next time, and that this was just kind of a fluke. Life happens. Kids can are resistant. They can practice learning what it's like when you go off routine, but most importantly, getting back onto the routine. What happens when you veer off the path and then you get back on and what that feels like and knowing that you can get back in the consistency. The kids will thrive better this summer when they consistently know when screens are going to happen. You as the parent have to decide when that will be. The kid does not decide. Your child will tell you all day long. They are totally fine. They can handle 
screens for eight hours a day and they won't be different. It's not true, my friends. You know it's not true. You as a parent need to take time to analyze your child to know what is their tolerance level. Some children are totally fine handling screens every day. Some are not. And my personal opinion, majority are not designed to have screens every day. Children are designed to be moving their body, to be using their brain, and not sitting sedentary. This is a great time um, to start planning activities that are outside of the home. If you have that option, I know this option is not available to all parents that you, the way you provide for your children is to go to work every day and that's kind of needed so they can keep a roof over their heads so they can go to school and do all the things. So if you do have the option that you get to be home with your kids all day and you get to have your kids home and you also be home during the day um, over summer, then this is a time to really start playing ahead. So when you go back to the question of what your child wants to learn this summer, again, this idea completely came from Ralphie Jacobs from Simply On Purpose. This is not my idea at all. I am taking what she gave and I'm rolling with it and just adding a little bit of flurry when it comes to the screens. This is something where you can go to the library and I know libraries are probably gonna be busier than normal because hopefully other parents are also taking their kids to the library but you can use the time. So for example, if your child wants to learn more about a specific animal, then you plan a zoo day and get the kids excited about it. Make it a whole big thing where you're doing a field trip with the kids. Incorporate your friends where your other friends who are at home with their kids, make it a whole big kind of like a homeschooling group. All of you go together, you learn about the animal or you go to the space center and you all go together and you make a thing of it. Now that's not something that you do every week. That's exhausting, that gets expensive. But picking just one or two days out of the summer that you want to maybe learn about all of this stuff leading up to it and then like a big field trip at the end so your child knows what to look for and then when they get to the exhibit or they get to the animal they already know what they're looking at they already kind of know about this animal and it's able to kind of come full circle with what they're learning about and gives them something excited to do i hope some of these suggestions have helped when it comes to battling some summer screen time i know they're we could spend an hour long podcast talking about how to handle summer screen time. This is just one simple way that you can incorporate using screens for good and using them um, to help broaden your child's knowledge in a healthy way and teaching them how to use really intentional use of screen time, especially when their day is not gonna be quite as structured as it was when they were in school. Thank you so much for your time for hanging out with me. And if you have any questions, the email is linked down in the show notes. Have a great day.